From Fridays for Future Digital, here's Climate Update. I am Mohab. Today, we are looking at Cyclone Tech. The campaign Friday Future Digital is coordinating around it and other recently enhanced disasters in the region. This podcast will be broken into several sections. In this section, I'm joined by Siram, who is an activist with Friday's Future Digital from India. Welcome to the podcast. So, Siram, could you tell us about Cyclone Tech Team and the most recent cyclones to hit South Asia? Hi, Mahab. Thanks for having me on your show. So uh, essentially, you know, with cyclones and recently with Cyclone Tauk Day going on, the thing is that this cyclone is, like, you know, very dangerous or it's more and more damaging to the environment than it has been in the few past um, years. You know, this is more damaging than it was in 1998 when, you know, Gujarat was struck. But this isn't something that's like coming out of the blue. You know, there's this reoccurring pattern. It's almost as if it's a trend because, you know, the death toll, about 174 people and 81 people missing, that's a lot of people. You know, that's not, that's not something that's going to be averagely happening. And with, you know, $2 billion of damage, this has really been a setback to the economy of the people, especially amidst this coronavirus pandemic. Um, things have gone really bad, especially for the people that live there. You know, 36,000 people were evacuated uh, to emergency shelters. And that CNN is saying that. So, um, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, of course. Just like quick point. But what makes it different from the previous cyclones that has hit the region? How how this was perceived different or how the outcome become different from this cyclone especially? So that's a good question. You know, the thing about this is that it's been much more devastating. You know, India's social conscience has been struck multiple times, um, especially during this coronavirus pandemic. You know, this is something that's been a real setback to the economy. And um, this is something that's been much more recent. It's very, very devastating. It's an extreme, uh, extremely severe cyclonic storm. Uh, which isn't often something that happens, you know. Uh, but the thing is that if you're noticing, it's not just this. It, it's a continuing trend that's that's similar to some subjects, you know, that's probably correlated to how our environment is going on. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was Ram from India. You can you can follow up with him more at uh, Sir Cham Adeta on Instagram. Okay, moving on to the second section where I'm joined by Dana Shiri from Climate Fund India, Yashna, useful Climate India, and Fariha from FF Bangladesh. So to Danashi, this is there is likely to be some increase in maximum tropical cyclone intensities in our world. So that there would be an increase in mean tropical so, um, mean tropical cyclone intensities. The increase in intensities are likely to be accompanied, accompanied by an increase in peak precipitation rates of about 25%. Mm. 
what 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 is the effect of the regions and the people of South Asia with the enhanced of these tropical cyclones? Thank you. First of all, thank you for inviting me to the podcast. When we talk about the effect on regions, large parts like Bangladesh are subjected to considerable cyclone risks, as are the coastal areas in West Bengal, Orissa, and Andhra Pradesh in India. So while the highest incidence of cyclone events have been recorded in Bangladesh and India, uh, parts of Pakistan and Sri Lanka are also at risk. When we talk about tropical cyclones, we know that they are one of the biggest threats to life and property, even in the formative stages of their development. So there are several included different hazards that can individually cause significant impacts on life and property, such as storm surge, flooding, extreme winds, tornadoes, and lighting. So in South Asia, major population centers live on key fault lines and in coastal areas that are exposed to hazards like this and exposure will increase significantly over the next 40 years. So there's a recent study that says that by 2050, there'll be 246 million city dwellers in cyclone prone areas in South Asia. And in contrast to 160 million people in OECD countries, the urban population exposed to cyclones is expected to grow at, you know, 2.2% per year until 2050. So when we talk about cyclones, they produce flooding and these overflowing waters can damage buildings and infrastructure in coastal areas, especially. So in addition, they can destroy vegetation and flow into estuaries, damaging the plant and animal communities that live there. And power lines can be torn down, hundreds of hectares of agricultural fields can be damaged, as well as thousands of trees can be uprooted. So it can destroy everything in a blink of an eye without giving an opportunity to save households and belongings. This high tide can flood houses and fields in just a few minutes. So we can say that, you know, sadly, the climate change has the potential to affect and devastate whatever meager efforts that have been taken to mitigate it at different levels. So if we look at it from a holistic view, cyclones are one of those natural forces that are unexpectedly powerful. And I would say that it is a grave concern for all. That's really heartbreaking to see and I hope everything gets resolved. Um, so now, Kashna from News uh, for Climate India, what is being done to help the victims of the cyclone? Like, and also how could we as people from the global community stand with you in solidarity in many ways? Why, thank you for inviting me to the podcast. So the cyclone Taktek with almost its peak intensity hit Gujarat in India on May 17th. After the cyclone passed, the National Disaster Response Force, the NDRF, sent 100 relief teams with doctors, medical staff to the affected states, and all the medical personnel were sent were fully vaccinated. Special arrangements for the hospitals, COVID-19 support, and other needs were made to ensure that electricity would not be interrupted. The storm displaced over half a million people in Gujarat and a total of 64 people lost their lives with, uh, while 55,384 homes were damaged. The Prime Minister Modi announced that he would give a sum of 1,000 uh, 1, crore, that is 140 million US dollars for the immediate relief in Gujarat. 
he also stated that uh, 2800 us dollars each would be given to the families who had lost a member in the cyclone and a sum of 700 us dollars will be given to all those who were injured during the process also let's not forget that the besides gujarat its neighboring states like maharashtra and goa also were highly affected and faced all the damage humanitarian assistance was desperately needed for at least uh, six districts in gujarat on the other hand unicef's team in gujarat were also in full action and helped a total of 100 villages assessed at household and village level and recently the gujarat government has announced a relief package for uh, of 105 crore for the fishermen affected by the cyclone as a part of the package the state government would pay a collective amount of 25 crore which is 3 million dollars to the affected fishermen and compensate the damage caused over 1000 small and large sized boats um to help internationally for any relief packages for the victims of the cyclone you can check out the relief campaign of friday for future digital social media handle or you can directly donate to unicef or any other uh, or any other organization which is working towards the cause to help the victims thank you well, thank you now passing on to pariha from fr bangladesh As a person on the front line, what is the most important thing to do to stand in solidarity globally and bring true climate justice? Thank you, Mohab. Uh, as a person on the front line, I think it is most there is three most important things we can do to bring up uh, climate justice and uh, to act solidarity globally. And those th- three things are number one, we have to spread true messages. Uh, unfortunately, there are many areas where we do not get the true news of climate disaster or climate injustice. And um, in many cases, there are yellow media, yellow journalism, and even the government is responsible for this. So we have to ensure that we get the true news and we spread that true news to all those activate, uh, activists and all the must people so that they can show their uh, solidarity and they can show their opinion. opinion towards us i think uh, this is a must for uh, uh, this is a must for bringing justice to uh, climate disasters and uh, number two i think we should focus on the uh, uh, we should focus on the events and the news uh, which are uh, causing these climate disasters uh, like if i uh, take one example in my country there is uh, a depression called chitagang and there is a, a hundred years old jungle and actually that's a very big garden called crb so there uh, our government has taken a decision to build a big hospital there so if we do not uh, increase this uh, if we do not increase this news and if we do not uh, focus on these things and uh, protest very boldly these things will happen uh, Uh, again and again so we have to focus on these events and we have to spread those news so that uh, the must people can take actions and uh, can raise their voice so this is number 2 and number 3 i think we have to increase local participations 
because if uh, more people do not know about the climate injustice they cannot share their opinion or they cannot share their solidarity so uh, how will we ensure the climate justice so i think uh, increasing local participation is the most important thing to uh, bring climate justice everywhere because uh, when more people will come from uh, more places when more people will uh, talk about this uh, climate justice have to be ensured by the government because the government cannot uh, cannot go or cannot run without the uh, mass people without the people so i think these three things are very important and obviously nowadays our social medias are very 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 important for uh, digital activations so uh, i think we have to use it and we have to use it the most so that's it thank you Thank you all for your great answers. And if you would like to hear more from these guests, you can check out their social medias, Danashir's Instagram, Dokonidanka, Yasna's Instagram, Spada Zodiac Killer, and Fariha's Twitter, Fariha Umi. For our last section, I will be talking to Heather from Ireland the co-coordinator of the Cyclone Tech D campaign led by Fridays Future Digital. So Hazard, what is this campaign and how can our listeners support it? Hello Mohab, thanks for having me. So I'm Heather from Ireland and I work with Fridays for Future Digital and have most recently been co-coordinating the Cyclone Tech campaign. The aim of our campaign is to raise awareness about the increasement and enhancement of cyclones in South Asia. This campaign launched to the public on Monday the 2nd of August and each day of that week we have had posts go up on our various social media platforms about Cyclone Tote, Yas and our campaign. As part of this campaign we've created a toolkit with fundraisers you can support, research that our team has gathered about these cyclones and ways you can take action. We also planned a webinar for our campaign that took place on August 6th. We had guest Dr. Ilan Kelman, who shared his knowledge on cyclones in South Asia and how they are linked to climate change. We had cahoots on Cyclone Tote and at the end we digitally striked. You can watch our webinar on Fridays for Future Digital's YouTube channel. We had three hashtags for this campaign that we hope people will use and promote. They are hashtag not blown with cyclone, hashtag overthrow the cyclone and hashtag science behind cyclones. We would appreciate if listeners would use these hashtags when posting about Cyclone Tote and our campaign. You can find the toolkit link and the link to watch our webinar on Fridays for Future Digital's Instagram or my Instagram at heather.gets.climacy. Thank you very much for having me on and I really hope all your listeners support our campaign. Thank you very much for coming and it was very interesting to hear, to hear your insights. So that's all from Climate Update. I am Mohab. Thank you for listening and see you soon. From Fridays for Future Digital, here is Climate Update. I am Mohab. Today, we are looking at Cyclone Tech. 
The campaign Friday Future Digital is coordinating around it and other recently enhanced disasters in the region. This podcast will be broken into several sections. In this section, I'm joined by Siram, who is an activist with Friday's Future Digital from India. Welcome to the podcast. So, Siram, could you tell us about Cyclone Tech Team and the most recent cyclones to hit South Asia? Hi, Mahab. Thanks for having me on your show. So, uh, essentially, you know, with cyclones, and recently with Cyclone Tate going on, the thing is that this cyclone is like, you know, very dangerous or it's more and more damaging to the environment than it has been in the few past um, years. You know, this is more damaging than it was in 1998 when, you know, Gujarat was struck. But this isn't something that's like coming out of the blue. You know, there's this reoccurring pattern. It's almost as if it's a trend because, you know, the death toll about 174 people and 81 people missing, that's a lot of people. You know, that's not, that's not something that's going to be averagely happening. And with, you know, $2 billion of damage, this has really been a setback to the economy of the people, especially amidst this coronavirus pandemic. Um, things have gone really bad, especially for the people that live there. You know, 36 people, 36,000 people were evacuated uh, to emergency shelters. And that CNN is saying that. So, um, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, of course. Just like quick point. But what makes it different from the previous cyclones that has hit the region? Like how, how this was perceived different or how the outcome become different from this cyclone especially? So that's a good question. You know, the thing about this is that it's been much more devastating. You know, India's social conscience has been struck multiple times, um, especially during this coronavirus pandemic. You know, this is something that's been a real set at the economy. And um, this is something that's been much more recent. It's very, very devastating. It's an extreme, uh, extremely severe cyclonic storm. Uh, which isn't often something that happens, you know. Uh, but the thing is that if you're noticing, it's not just this. It, it's a continuing trend that's that's similar to some subjects, you know, that's probably correlated to how our environment is going on. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was Ram from India. You can you can follow up with him more at uh, Sir Cham Adeta on Instagram. Okay, moving on to the second section where I'm joined by Dana Shiri from Climate Fund India, Yashna, useful Climate India, and Fariha from FFF Bangladesh. So to Dana Shiri, this is there is likely to be some increase in maximum tropical cyclone intensities in our world. So that there would be an increase in mean tropical so um, mean tropical cyclone intensities. The increase in intensities are likely to be accompanied, accompanied by an increase in big precipitation rates of about 25%. Yeah, yeah. What 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 is the effect on the regions and the people of South Asia with the enhancement of these tropical cyclones? Thank you. 
first of all thank you for inviting me to the podcast when we talk about the effect on regions large parts like bangladesh are subjected to considerable cyclone risks as are the coastal areas in west bengal orissa and andhra pradesh in india so while the highest incidence of cyclone events have been recorded in bangladesh and india uh, parts of pakistan and sri lanka are also at risk when we talk about tropical cyclones we know that they are one of the biggest threats to life and property even in the formative stages of their development so there are several included different hazards that can individually cause significant impacts on life and property such as storm surge flooding extreme winds tornadoes and lightning so in south asia major population centers live on key fault lines and in coastal areas that are exposed to hazards like this and exposure will increase significantly over the next 40 years so there's a recent study that says that by 2050 there will be 246 million city dwellers in cyclone prone areas in south asia and in contrast to 160 million people in oecd countries the urban population exposed to cyclones is expected to grow at you know 2.2% per year until 2050 so when we talk about cyclones they produce flooding and these overflowing waters can damage buildings and infrastructure in coastal areas especially so in addition they can destroy vegetation and flow into estuaries damaging the plant and animal communi- communities that live there and power lines can be torn down hundreds of hectares of agricultural fields can be damaged as well as thousands of trees can be uprooted so it can destroy everything in a blink of an eye without giving an opportunity to save households and belongings this high tide can flood houses and fields in just few minutes so we can say that you know sadly the climate change has the potential to affect and devastate whatever meager efforts that have been taken to mitigate it at different levels so if we look at it from a holistic view cyclones are one of those natural forces that are unexpectedly powerful and i would say that it is a grave concern for all this is really heartbreaking to see and i hope everything gets resolved um so for now kashna from news Uh, for climate india what is being done to help the victims of the cyclone like and also how could we as people from the global community stand with you in solidarity in many ways why well, thank you for inviting me to the podcast so the cyclone taktik with almost its peak intensity hit gujarat in india on may 17th After the cyclone passed, the National Disaster Response Force, the NDRF, sent 100 relief teams with doctors, medical staff to the affected states, and all the medical personnel were sent were fully vaccinated. Special arrangements for the hospitals, COVID-19 support, and other needs were made to ensure that electricity would not be interrupted. The storm displaced over half a million people in Gujarat, and a total of 64 people lost their lives. With uh, while fifty five thousand three hundred and eighty four homes were damaged, the Prime Minister Modi announced that he would give uh, some of one hundred one thousand crore, that is one forty million US dollars, for the immediate relief in Gujarat. He also stated that twenty eight hundred US dollars each would be given to the families who had lost a member in the cyclone. and a sum of 700 us dollars will be given to all those who were injured during the process 
also let's not forget that the besides gujarat its neighboring states like maharashtra and goa also were highly affected and faced all the damage humanitarian assistance was desperately needed for at least uh, six districts in gujarat on the other hand unicef's team in gujarat were also in full action and helped a total of 100 villages assessed at household and village level and recently the gujarat government has announced a relief package for uh, of 105 crore for the fishermen affected by the cyclone as a part of the package the state government would pay a collective amount of 25 crore which is 3 million dollars to the affected fishermen and compensate the damage caused over 1000 small and large sized boats um to help internationally for any relief packages for the victims of the cyclone you can check out the relief campaign of friday for future digital social media handle or you can directly donate to unicef or any other uh, or any other organization which is working towards the cause to help the victims thank you i uh, thank you now passing on to bariha from fr bangladesh as a person on the front line what is the most important thing to do to stand in solidarity globally and bring true climate justice thank you mohab uh, as a person of front line i think it is most there is three most important things we can do to bring up uh, climate justice and uh, to act solidarity globally and those th- three things are number one we have to spread true messages uh, unfortunately there are many areas where we do not get the true news of climate disaster or climate injustice and uh, in many cases there are yellow media yellow journalism and even the government is responsible for this so we have to ensure that we get the true news and we spread that true news to all those activate uh, activists and all the must people so that they can show their uh, solidarity and they can show their opinion towards us i think uh, this is a must for uh, uh, this is a must for bringing justice to uh, climate disasters and uh, number two i think we should focus on the uh, Uh, we should focus on the events and the news uh, which are uh, causing these climate disasters uh, like if i uh, take one example in my country there is uh, a depression called chitagong and there is a, a hundred years old jungle and actually that's a very big garden called crb so there uh, our government has taken a decision to build a big hospital there so if we do not uh, increase this uh, if we do not increase this news and if we do not uh, focus on these things and uh, protest very boldly these things will happen uh, uh, again and again so we have to focus on these events and we have to spread those news so that uh, the must people can take actions and can raise their voice so this is number 2 and number 3 i think we have to increase local participations because if uh, more people do not know about the climate injustice they cannot share their opinion or they cannot share their solidarity so uh, how will we ensure the climate justice so i think uh, increasing local participation is the most important thing to uh, bring climate justice everywhere because uh, when more people will come from uh, more places when more people will uh, 
talk about this uh, climate justice have to be ensured by the government because the government cannot uh, cannot go or cannot run without the uh, must people without the people so i think these three things are very important and obviously nowadays our social medias are very 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 important for uh, digital activations so uh, i think we have to use it and we have to use it the most so that's it thank you thank you all for your great answers and if you would like to hear more from these guests you can check out the social medias and actually instagram uh, Yasna's Instagram, brother Zodiac Killer, and Fariha's Twitter, Fariha Umi. For our last section, I will be talking to Heather from Ireland, the co coordinator of the Cyclone Tech D campaign led by Fridays Future Digital. So, Heather, what is this campaign and how can our listeners support it? Hello, Mohab. Thanks for having me. So I'm Heather from Ireland and I work with Fridays for Future Digital and have most recently been co-coordinating the Cyclone Dodd Day campaign. The aim of our campaign is to raise awareness about the increasement and enhancement of cyclones in South Asia. This campaign launched to the public on Monday the 2nd of August and each day of that week we have had posts go up on our various social media platforms about Cyclone Dodd Day, YAS and our campaign. As part of this campaign, we've created a toolkit with fundraisers you can support, research that our team has gathered about these cyclones and ways you can take action. We also planned a webinar for our campaign that took place on August 6th. We had guest Dr. Ilan Kelman, who shared his knowledge on cyclones in South Asia and how they are linked to climate change. We had cahoots on Cyclone Tote and at the end we digitally striked. You can watch our webinar on Fridays for Future Digital's YouTube channel. We had three hashtags for this campaign that we hope people will use and promote. They are hashtag not blown with cyclone, hashtag overthrow the cyclone and hashtag science behind cyclones. We would appreciate if listeners would use these hashtags when posting about Cyclone Tote and our campaign. You can find the toolkit link and the link to watch our webinar on Fridays for Future Digital's Instagram or my Instagram at heather.gets.climatey. Thank you very much for having me on, and I really hope all your listeners support our campaign. Thank you very much for coming, and it was very interesting to hear to hear your insights. So that's all from Climate Update. I am Mohab. Thank you for listening, and see you soon.